I don't want to be strong like man who look pretty. I want to be strong like bitch that fight bears in the forest. Welcome to another episode of Bitch vs. Bear with your host, Amber. Me. And me, Sydney. Co-owners of Shield Maiden Training Co. This is a show where we bitch, laugh, and chat about all things fitness and wellness related to women in the LGBTQIA plus community. Woohoo. Yeah. The last time I think I did an opening, you like yelled at me for doing it too fast. So I slowed down. Well, you went really fast. And then you also used my phrase. I did. And it was a little it was a little jarring. I, trying, I really like it. I was trying something new. You know how I like routine. I know. I took the feedback. Thank you. Okay. Also breaking with routine. <laughs> a little trivia. Sid has some trivia for us today. Yeah. Which was that factoids, maybe? I don't know. Fun facts. Fun facts. Yeah. Okay. I thought it'd be nice. As we enter into September here, we have some September fun facts for you. In case you did not know. September is, in fact, the ninth month of the year. Well, did you know that it originally wasn't? It was the seventh month of the year based on the Roman calendar. Well, that's weird. Well, that's that's why it is, in fact, a fun fact. No, the fun fact is that it didn't used to be the ninth month of the year. Okay, there's 30 days. It's the ninth month. Ninth month. Good God. Okay. Uh, it marks the beginning of autumn in the Northern Hemisphere and spring in the Southern Hemisphere. That is still so weird to me. I know. Like, I get that as a thing, but it's really weird. I can't wrap my head around it. Anyways, notably, it's named after Septem. Mm-hmm. Septem? Septem? Uh, the Latin term for seven. Weird. Okay. As it was originally the seventh month in the Roman calendar. Where's your phone? Okay. Yeah. I didn't read. I skimmed. Uh-huh. It is also the month, the start of the fur months, which are heavily celebrated in the Philippines. Interesting. Yeah. Just because of the fact that they're burr months or? Yeah. So burr months are heavily, like the Filipinos, there's a big emphasis on Christmas. And so the mm. burr months start the celebration. Yeah. It's literally like the lead up, the countdown to Christmas. And I mean, there's different things that go on, but. I just like that. Burr months. Well, yeah, because it fits with your holiday schedule as well. That's true. Yeah. So it it's like a countdown to Christmas. Yeah. <laughs> and for many of us in the US, it starts the PSL season. Which, if you are not familiar with it, if you are not a basic white bitch. <laughs> yes. <laughs> that is pumpkin spice latte season. Which, by the way, I think just last week. What? No. They announced, yeah, pumpkin spice is back. No. Yeah. It's too soon. It's still, I mean, as we're recording, it's still August. We're Googling. We're Googling. Elevator music. Yeah. Yep. It's, it's not okay. In case you were also wondering what the fall drinks for 2023 will be, they are the iced apple crisp shaken espresso and the iced pumpkin cream chai tea latte. They're also doing a new baked apple croissant. Ooh, that does sound good. I can get on board with that. Yeah, but it's a croissant from Starbucks. Your French heritage is like rolling over in its grave. Yeah, well... 
my French heritage didn't teach me how to make fucking croissants. So that is, <laughs> I got farm food. Wop, wop. <laughs> All right. And poutine. Mm, poutine is delicious. Amber doesn't like gravy. So, in, okay. We're, we're coming back. We're here. Back around. All right. What's our topic for this month? Okay. So, our topic for this month is going to be work life balance. Woohoo. And in this introductory episode, we are going to be kind of like discussing. Well, one, what the hell is work-life balance? It's mm-hmm. all around the internet. And why does it matter? Yeah. 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 We're also going to talk a little bit about, like, the negative effects and of, like, just burnout and kind of, like, that excessive work hours on our physical and mental health. And we might share a story or two from our own personal experiences. Mm-hmm. Yeah. In my skimming, I found that Sydney inserted a personal story as well. Yeah. So work-life balance refers to the equilibrium that we seek to achieve between our work commitments and our responsibilities and our personal and leisure activities. That's really what it is. Great. It involves managing the demands of our professional careers while also taking care of our physical, emotional, and mental well-being. And if that feels like a lot, it is. (laughs) Yep. Mm -hmm. Uh, And then throw in there, spending quality time with our friends, families, and our hobbies. People have hobbies, apparently. <laughs> I think this is one of our hobbies. Well, yeah, it's not paying us, so it must be a hobby. Exactly. So, healthy work life balance acknowledges that work is just one, this is capitalized and bolded, one aspect of our lives, and it should not overshadow other important areas of our lives. Achieving a work-life balance can have numerous benefits, including reduced stress, improved mental and physical health, enhanced job satisfaction, and stronger relationships, which is essentially what Bitch versus Bear and Shield Maiden is all about. Yeah. I thought this was a really fitting one. I was like, yes, this, good topic. this is a good topic for us. Nice job. Thank you. So it's essential to note that work-life balance doesn't necessarily mean spending an equal amount of time on work and personal activities. Instead, it involves finding a rhythm that suits your unique circumstances, values, and priorities. Some might be content with a traditional nine-to-five work schedule, while others might prefer prefer flexible hours or remote work options. Yeah. Sid's story. So my story is, I was reflecting on this of like, okay, I have had E all of the above. Like I did a more traditional like nine to five. I would say in Maine, it was more like eight to four. Mm. Just Same concept. Same concept. That's the culture up there. And so like most people were getting to work around 7, 30, 8 o'clock. Um, it's pretty working class depending on where you were. And, and so those kinds of things. And I've had flexible hours. I've also had remote work Mm -hmm. options. And what I realized was that as my work schedule like shifted, my fitness schedule had to mirror whatever my work schedule was. So Mm -hmm. when I was working that more traditional structured schedule nine to five, I needed my fitness schedule to also be that structured. So like I went to the gym at the exact same time every day that I worked out, Mm -hmm. um, usually post work, but before I went home. And then as my schedule became more flexible or I started doing more hybrid work. I also needed that same like flexibility 
in my workout schedule. So it was really Makes hard sense. to maintain, like I'm going to the gym at this exact same time. Right. And I only found that out because of the pandemic, which I think probably a lot of people realized. Yeah. Um, I'm sure there's a lot of people out there who were already doing things kind of at that hybrid kind of thing, you know, realtors, for example, and like trying to just find time in their busy schedules when they could stop working out in. But I had right. never experienced that until I started changing up my normal kind of structure. Makes sense. Yeah. Yeah. So that's how I started to find work-life balance. <laughs> okay. So work-life balance has a significant has a significant positive impact on fitness and wellness by promoting overall physical, mental, and emotional well-being. Shocker. Right? Who knew? Here are some areas that by working to achieve a healthy balance between work and personal life can contribute to improved fitness and wellness. So first, reduce stress levels. We've talked about this in relation to physical activity before. Balancing work and personal life helps to alleviate excessive stress caused by long working hours and constant work-related pressure. Lower stress levels are associated with better cardiovascular health, improved immune function, and reduced risk of stress-related illnesses. Yeah. 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 It's important to find time for that. It is. So we obviously talk about increased physical activity a lot being a fitness and wellness and health <laughs> podcast, but having time for personal activities that allow you to engage in regular exercise and physical time is super important. So whether it's going to the gym, practicing yoga, or simply just going on a walk, regular movement contributes to a better cardiovascular health, muscle strength, and weight management, which helps you overall in your work life balance. Because whether you like it or not, being your life is physical. Yeah. And so anytime that you can like, you enjoy spending time with your kids, maybe that's one of your, you know, balancing acts and they're playing at the playground all the time. You want to be able to keep up with them. Yeah, exactly. So it can also improve sleep quality. Uh, establishing boundaries between work and personal time can lead to better sleep quality. A consistent sleep routine supports cognitive function, emotional well-being, and physical recovery. Poor sleep has been linked to various health issues, including obesity and mood disorders. So one of the things I liked about this is not just more sleep, but the quality, quality. of sleep. Yeah. And, you know, I can say anecdotally that I sleep better, which is already a shocker because I was already a great sleeper. Uh -huh, but uh -huh. I you know, making sure I leave my phone downstairs and doing those kinds of things and not having it go off with even just personal things, yeah. like, you know, even fun Instagram and like that kind of stuff after a certain time really helps improve my quality of sleep. Yeah, absolutely. And I know I'm full-time work from home. So for me, it's important to have that clear distinction of like, okay, my work time is now over like shut my computer down and like transition to my home life still within my home. Um, <laughs> but like, you know, try to make that clear distinction so that I can make that switch in my brain mm -hmm. so that I'm not dwelling. And I still do sometimes if I have really tough stuff going on at work, but like, you know, 
trying to shut down that part so that I'm not going to bed still stressing about work issues. Yeah. And it's, uh, yeah, I can only imagine. <laughs> I mean, I, I felt the same way and um, it was really hard. I don't know if you ran into this. It was really hard when my office and my office is still on the same floor as where I sleep, mm-hmm. but sometimes it would, there was like a pull. <laughs> like I would be like pulled, like I want to like, Oh, I'm going to go to brush my teeth. But I'm like, my computer's open. It's like, right there. Email come in. And I'm like, no, 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 no. stop that. Don't do that. Bad work-life balance. It was definitely hard at first. Uh, when I start first started the work from home, um, when the pandemic started, it, it was hard because I think there was a lot going on and I felt like I constantly needed to be present for my students and their families and the rest of my team. Um, and then and we were furloughed uh, and I didn't have that. <laughs> so, so, and then coming back to, again, so work from home, I think it was then easier actually mm. to say, okay, I am working and now I am not working. Yeah. Um, so yeah, it's important. Anyways, so having a good work-life balance enhances our mental health. So having adequate time for relaxation and self-care positively impacts our mental health. We've talked about this a shit ton, like a metric shit ton. So engaging in hobbies, spending time with loved ones, and participating in leisure activities, like really leisure, like things that are kind of relaxing and enjoyable. Yes, I know what that means. Do you know what that means? I am learning. <laughs> Leisure activities contribute to reduce symptoms of anxiety and depression. So it's there's just so many benefits of it. And I am learning <laughs> that leisure activities can be really fun. I did see the other day, it was like going to the lake with a German. Um, I, I talked to you about this guy before, yeah. but like I think a little bit of his like I get that from just like my home life and things like that, but it was joking like. Did you pack your your swimming sandals and also your running shoes and also your hiking boots and also any other sports related <laughs> shoes you might need? And I'm like, I feel like that sometimes when I like go to the beach or like go to the lake. I'm like, but I could do all these things. And it's like sometimes you can just sit there. We knew. Yeah. We knew. Shel- Shelby and I knew. Good for you. <laughs> okay. So Having that work-life balance can also lead to better nutritional choices. A balanced schedule allows individuals to plan and prepare nutritional ba- nutritionally balanced meals rather than relying on quick and often less nutritious options. Mindful eating and the ability to prioritize meal planning can lead to better nutritional intake and digestive health. There are so many Americans with poor digestive health. It is insane. Everybody's like, I have IBS. And I'm like, that's unfortunate that's unfortunate it's like what are you eating <laughs> have you when was the last time you had something green and i think part of it is because people are always on the go they don't mm-hmm. have a great work-life balance and and they're trying to just shove calories in because they are so busy trying to get all of the other things done and it makes it really hard to have those like nutritious meals yeah that is one thing that i've enjoyed about working from home is that I'm not scrambling to prepare whatever I can find to have for lunch that day so I can take it with me or I have to go buy lunch somewhere. Um, I feel like it's easier to make a salad to mm-hmm. 
some days if I don't have any midday meetings, like I'll make a, a real meal in the middle of the day, a whole meal. like an actual meal with like veggies and all kinds of shit. It's great. <laughs> Cause I'm, I'm in my home. Like yeah. I have access to that without having to like leave work to go do it. Yeah. So yeah, I get that. Uh, having a good work-life balance increases time for our self-care. You know, we love self-care on this podcast. So it just provides us opportunities for self-care practices, such as, you know, meditation, mindfulness, journaling, and all of our lovely relaxation techniques, you know, maybe getting a massage. Mm. Um, these practices really enhance our emotional resilience. They reduce our stress and they promote a positive mindset. It's great. I know. I love self-care. Self-care is so important. But like the real self-care. Go back and listen to our episode this winter. Yeah. Sid, Sid had a whole rant about it. Good work-life balance can also lead to stronger relationships. More time for personal life fosters deeper connections with family and friends. Or whoever, loved ones. Dogs. Dogs. Romantic partners. Yeah. Uh, Positive relationships provide emotional support, reduce feelings of isolation, and contribute to overall happiness and well-being. Hmm. It's good stuff. That is good stuff. Here's one that I really like. (laughs) Having a good work-life balance, in fact, makes for greater job satisfaction. What? Yeah. So... Striking that balance between work and your personal life can lead to increased job satisfaction and you feel in control of your time. You can pursue your personal interests. And so you're more likely to feel fulfilled both in your professional and your personal lives. It's kind of wonderful. Like, hmm, setting boundaries makes me enjoy this much more. Hmm. Surprising. I don't imagine that. Imagine that. I'm walking. I'm not sure why. (laughs) Okay. So last, but certainly not least, having that good work-life balance can reduce burnout. Overworking and neglecting personal needs can lead to burnout. Prioritizing work-life balance helps prevent burnout, which is characterized by emotional exhaustion, reduced performance, and detachment from work. I wonder how many people were feeling burnt out before the pandemic and then felt like they had a little bit of reset. And I'm also wondering how many people feel burned out from the new kind of reality of that, like that work from home, if they don't have a good work-life balance, like how many of those people want to go back to the office because it provided them that structure and they felt like they had a better work-life balance. And how Mm -hmm. many of us are like, we like this new reality because we can kind of shift between these two worlds more fluidly. Yeah. It's, I'd be curious. I wonder what studies will come yeah. out in like five to 10 years of, right. after all of this to be like, oh yeah, we found that the majority of people found it, you know, more, they reported better work-life balance or how many of us were like, actually <laughs> kind of went down the drain. Like yeah. the lines got too blurred. Mm, yeah. yeah. Gotta be careful for those blurred lines. But, yeah. It is interesting. I mean, I know like as the pandemic struck and between like pandemic starts and furlough, I definitely hit burnout because it was like not just the emotional toll of the pandemic, 
and everybody dying and seeing that on the news and the fear and everything that was going on, but then also dealing with the emotional toll of, you know, the industry that I was working in, uh, having to cancel courses, having to talk to these students and parents who have been looking forward to their course all year. And now I have to call and tell 200 students that they can no longer go. Yeah. Um, and yeah, it was, it was rough. It was a hard time. It was a hard time. I'm just, yeah, I can't wait to see what like, yeah the studies actually i also think like anecdotally a lot of people are like i love working from home but if they really like took time to see like do i have a good healthy work-life balance i'd be curious how many of those people shift and be like actually (laughs) maybe i don't like working from home (laughs) yeah i i think it takes time to develop that Mm -hmm. uh, if you are working i mean anywhere but i think specifically working from home because you do those lines can be more easily blurred between like, this is work time, this is home time. Um, and so I think it does take time and like deliberate attention to creating that structure and those boundaries. Yeah. Which can be hard. Can. However, striving for work-life balance doesn't imply avoiding work entirely, right? We, we all got to do it. Fact of life. Rather, it encourages us to create a sustainable, sustainable routine that allows us to fulfill both professional and personal roles effectively and without compromising our overall well-being. Very important. Very important. It's a holistic approach to living that recognizes the interconnectedness of different aspects of health and wellness. Yeah. And that's why we're talking about it here on Bitch Versus Bear. All right. Well, that's a wrap. That is a wrap. Yep. So... Don't forget to submit your requests for October to Shield Maiden TC on Instagram. Next week is the deadline, September 15th. Yes. So get them in by next week. Yeah. Do it. We already have a we already have some. So we we're gonna have to like kind of fumble through and figure out which ones really spike Amber's interest because she's gonna We said you were gonna research them. We did. <laughs> did and then you started picking (laughs) topics that's true i saw the outline yeah some there were some really good ones all right there's still some time let us know what you want us to talk about we want to know what topics you want that's true because we want you to keep listening okay thanks bye